Welcome to Sidewalk Talk. I am Maria Bat. Uh, this podcast is all about storytelling, stories about inspiration, information, and education. And um, today we've got a little bit of all three of those. Um, it's going to be kind of fun because we have three people on at the same time. And we have two brothers and a wife who are owners of the company Streamline Designs. We've worked with them for a little bit over a year now, and um, they're awesome partners. We love working with them. We've never had a bad job yet. So um, guys and Candice, nice to meet you. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. So since there's three of you, want to start with uh, Brad and you mind just introducing yourself and tell us, I mean, I know you guys do everything like all the time. It's not like you have very distinct roles, but a little bit about what your, your main role is at, at Streamline. Yeah. So I'm uh, Brad Lorick and I'm the uh, oldest brother in the company. Um, and I handle uh, graphic design and dealing with, uh, with customers. Um, at Streamline. Uh, I've been doing graphic design work for 21 years now, and I've been in the sign shop world for almost all of that. Um, that's it. Okay, next, Chris. <laughs> uh, my name's Chris Lorick. I'm one of the owners of Streamline Designs. I kind of oversee and do a little bit of everything from graphic design to printing to actually applying the graphics or signage onto vehicles or walls or windows. Uh, yeah. And we have Candace. And I'm Candace Lorick. I am the office manager here and I also take care of our digital marketing. So the website or social media sites um, and anything else that the guys need me to help out with. Yeah, everybody's a jack of all trades at a at a family sure. business, right? For sure. How, how long have you guys been streamlined? We've been open for nine years now. It's been nine years, but so you're really kind of you guys are really a true testament to how like what you love to do can come from your DNA because just about all of you guys are either working at Streamline or have something to do with it, right? Because your own brother's a photographer, but he's still he, kick, he kicks around there too. Were you guys yep. always, I mean, were you growing up like dreaming of the day that you were going to have your own vinyl company? So I, so I think we were, uh, you know, back like in school, uh, the only subject we, the two subjects we were good at uh, was art class and gym class. Uh, so we kind of just kept on that creative uh, mentality and hope to be in a creative world when we got older. And did you go to school or did you guys learn on the job pretty much? Yeah, I started off, you know, right out of high school, I was taught uh, graphic design by a guy that was printing custom golf balls on the, for an internet store. And I was doing that every day while I was, um, you know, going to Niagara community. And by the time I was done there, I got into a first uh, sign shop job at a, at a Fast Signs uh, franchise store. Um, and during that time, Chris was still, you know, I, Chris was probably 16 and in high school, and he started uh, coming in and helping 
assemble signs for a couple hours a day when he was done, you know, when he was done with his classes. And then kind of from there, I went to Alfred State for computer animation, uh, which was super awesome. And it was kind of when animation was ramping up. But in order for me to get a job in that industry, it was, you know, it'd have to be a big move and uh, it'd be a really hard position uh, to get. So I kind of just kept on like learning graphic design, mostly from Brad and just trial and error, like using Photoshop, using Illustrator, uh, you know, yeah. Nice. Now it's not, I think it's one of the ballsiest things to do to just like, Hey, fuck it, throw caution to the wind and open your own business. And you've been, you, you all of you have had experience in the field before. What was that one kind of straw that broke your back? You're like, screw it. We're just, we're going to do this. Uh, I don't know. We kind of like worked at a bunch of places in the area. And as we were there, we were kind of learning each department in a way. and having three other brothers, we kind of knew we already had a team assembled and we we're all kind of creative minds and we didn't know the business side of it. Uh, but we just got like sick of working for people and we really didn't have anywhere else to go. So we were like, you know, screw it. Let's just, let's try this. And we know what we're doing. We know the price points to sell it at. Maybe we could learn the whole business thing as we, you know, day by day and we're still learning it, you know? And really, that, that's the, like the nice way of Chris calling me up one day saying, hey, if these guys can do it, we can do it. That's sure. kind of all it really takes. Candice, were you um, with Chris at that time? Because, I mean, I'm used to living in a two-income household. That's very predictable. And I think to think that one of those could go away for a little bit and maybe pan out and be awesome or maybe not pan out, was that terrifying it was terrifying um i did have a full-time job at fedex at the time in marketing um, which kind of led into this position in a good way um being able to set up a website and ads and try to get the streamlined name out there um from the start from scratch um but i think we were all pretty confident when we opened it that we were going to be okay for the most part would you agree yeah I think she she thought it was kind of a stupid idea, uh, but she backed me, so. <laughs> well, you have to be a little bit crazy, I think, to to venture out on your own and, and think that it's, it's gonna work and kind of have that faith. Um, so some of your clients are pretty awesome, and I know that a lot of them are repeat because I think relationship building, is, it's got to be important with you guys. Either that or just we're the only special ones. Um, so what was, what was that one client that really kind of, um, or one job in particular, if you don't want to say what client it was, that really kind of amped you guys up and were like, okay, here we go. We're, we're cooking now. Yeah, so uh, and that's okay if you don't know. Maybe, um, or maybe it was like a type of job because you guys do a lot of cars. Did you start off just doing cars or was it more interior that you were doing? 
in different buildings? We, we, so we started off doing cars. Um, we've been in the sign shop industry forever and vehicle wraps are known as like the hardest thing that can be done uh, in the sign shop world. And uh, you know, I think Chris is the best installer in the area and he started off using that strength um, you know doing the jobs that a lot of shops in the area just really couldn't handle um, so it just that's what turned into our, our focus was you know going after the hard stuff and and to me like doing cars is like cool because you one it's challenging it's a different challenge every day every car is a different shape and size and uh, being able to to design it so that important information doesn't hit a handle or fall into the window. And then at the end of the day, you're driving somewhere with your family and you see your work like on the road. Like, it's cool. It's like, hey, I did that. And uh, it's just, a, it's a great feeling seeing it like out in action. And then kids always ask about it. Did you wrap that, dad? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sweet to say. I mean, I don't think that that's something that ever gets old you know being walking into a building or driving down the street and seeing something that you created there it's always awesome yeah for sure i love it um now sorry <laughs> we have kids all over doing school so i'm stuck on the couch right now with this <laughs> dog um now i learn something new every time i come to your shop so i might not be getting this completely right but wrapping a car, you can wrap a car, but you have to have a kind of special credentials to wrap like a supercar. Is that correct? Or is that totally wrong? That's something I just made up. I made that up, didn't I? I think you made that up, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you did, okay, well tell me a little bit then about how NASCAR found you guys. Because that was a pretty sweet gig that you scored. Okay. So, so there's, uh certain certificates certifications in our industry that kind of you know ranks you higher so when national companies or national brands are searching for a you know graphic installer in your area uh and with the help of candace's seo we come up towards the top uh if not first that's definitely yeah. what i was thinking of so yep yep <laughs> there it yeah. is right. so, so certification so we have over the past uh, nine years, we have maybe five certifications um, from architectural 3M films to, uh, you know, I don't know, just the, the, the top of the industry, the, the, the top certifications we could get, you know, we went to Minnesota and uh, passed everything. So it just kind of lets people know that we, we're not a fly by night company. We know what we're doing. Uh, and those are the accreditations the customers are looking for, most yeah. of them. So is that how they found you guys? Talk a little bit about this project, because it's, it's really pretty cool. I mean, I think maybe it's just something for people that live in like the Buffalo area, that anytime you see Buffalo in like a national um, platform, it's super exciting. So tell me a little bit about this NASCAR um, Mustang, right? That yeah was designed and you guys wrapped and they kind of chronicled the journey that you guys took with it. Yeah. So this was, you know, a, a, a crazy custom project that uh, NASCAR was going to have three custom build shops 
uh, custom car shops, build three souped up Mustangs and raffle them off to, you know, I forget how you had to enter to win, but there was a, uh, a builder out of, uh, maybe Schenectady somewhere out that way. They went to a, they went to SEMA trade show in Vegas a couple of years ago, met a guy out of California who makes some tools in our industry, called him up and said, Hey, I'm looking to get this. You know, I want to get the Mustang painted. I'm out of time. I think remember back in the day when you were telling me about like wrapping cars, I think I need this car wrapped to be able to hit the deadline. This guy gets on the internet, types in, you know, certified installer. We come up, we make connections. Uh, they they uh, trailered the car here. We installed it in a couple of days. While we were working on it, they said, hey, we got a film crew coming in from New York City. They're going to be there tomorrow morning. I was like, oh, man. So I went home and I got all my nice clothes on, <laughs> put some gel in my hair, shaved my face, and then they came and filmed us. And uh it was a great experience. It was awesome. So that was done. You guys weren't like entering in with it that this is the project we're doing. And on this date, four months down the road, there's a film crew. It was kind of like, yeah, that's kind of how <laughs> this industry, uh, when somebody wants it, they kind of like want it now. Uh, there's not, you know, a handful of projects are into next year. Most of the time it's a two week kind of turnaround. Uh, so you got to be on top of your game. You got to get the design nailed down, get your materials in. Uh, there's a lot of uh, variables that come into play. And, you know, something that I know, one reason that we really appreciate um, your work, aside from just the talent that you guys all have, is I feel like you take time to understand the client you take time to understand the brand to help incorporate that in design. And I don't think that everybody does that. I mean, I've been in pitch meetings with, um, you know, people who never became partners. They ended up just, you know, staying vendors and, you know, okay, we have this client, this is what we're looking for. And then, you know, in 24 hours, we've got like three samples of what they could do, which is probably very similar to what they give to a lot of other people. So why, why is that so important for you guys to get to know the client a little bit and understand their story um, so you can incorporate their brand story into the work that you do? No, I think it's uh, that's the most important thing is is taking care of the customers and listening to them and and making the project as easy as possible for them. You know, there's there's nothing worse than when you want to go and spend a lot of your hard-earned money and and you still have to do a lot of the legwork on your end and and you know you have to try to find files and figure out what the colors are and you know I you know I I know that when people come in, this is not their, uh, you know, specialty. So yeah, I try to act like the pro and, and know that they don't understand, uh, you know, the technical part of the project and, and, you know, I try just to get it done. And sometimes that includes telling a client that they're, they're incorrect about what the design should be. And that can't, that's not always easy. I know I've had to go through it and, you know, sometimes you really have to explain to somebody why, you know, yellow on yellow is a, is a bad idea. So how do you, how do you guys deal with uh, 
keeping that good relationship, but breaking the bad news that, that you guys are the experts in this field and, you know, you, they need to listen to your advice. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, it's a fine line if, uh, you know, if it's a customer that comes in that you know and, and we have a good relationship, you know, we're definitely not afraid to tell them it sucks. You know, it's, you know, but when someone new comes in, uh, it's, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, and a lot of times when you give your professional opinion, why, um, say 75% of the time they listen, um, you know, some people know everything and, you know, they want yellow on yellow. Uh, we try to do the best we can to make it, you know, look good. Um, but you know, it's a juggling act. It's, you know, you go through it and, and I'd say every designer goes through it. Yeah. I know. Like I've definitely done the, this is exactly why that we're setting it up this way. This is why these colors, this is why this typeface works. Um, look at these bad examples and you can see why, like all of this, you know, text all over the place doesn't work. And then there's always that one case they're like, well, no, but that looks really good. <laughs> and then it's just like a taste issue. I think that you might not quite link up. <laughs> I think some people too, they're like, they're, they, they're spending their money. So, you know, they, they almost feel like they need to, to, to design it. They, they want their say in it too. Uh, they should just listen to us most of the time. Like, you know, we've, we know that, driving 60 mile an hour, you know, on the 290, you're not going to read some text that has a, you know, red text with a thick black outline on a blue background. You're literally not going to see it. Um, we try our best to give advice and, you know, most time it works. I think you guys are, both of you are pretty good at establishing streamline as being trustworthy. Like, I believe what you guys are saying and I trust that you guys are the professionals as a customer, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I know we definitely do. We go into pretty much every situation we're working with you guys. We're like, well, the ball's in your court. I mean, this is what we bring to the table. This is the, you know, this is the brand guidelines. This is what the client's story is. And we just know that you guys are going to hit it out of the park. I mean, I think the, my favorite job that you guys did and are continuing to work on is the um, youth clubhouse over at Native Connections. And if, if you guys, if nobody has ever been to the Streamline Designs website, really like check it out, do yourself a favor and look at some of the interior, the schools and like the athletic complexes that you guys do are just so sweet. And that's got to come a little bit from, you know, being gym class heroes and, and Brad, you like, were you volleyball coach or something? I have done that. I run leagues and, you know, I, uh, you know, sports has always been fun for us and it's always been our, you know, release when, you know, art turned into a full-time job for us. So we don't do art for fun anymore. You know, we, we still try to, you know, do sports and, you know, now we're, you know, we're also full-time T-ball coaches, uh, you know, to our streamlined designs, uh, T-ball team. The Rock Hounds. <laughs> And uh, so, so that's, you know, we just keep on going and keep on trying to have fun. And, you know, we've, we love sports. We follow, you know, everybody and we get a lot of design inspiration when we, you know, go to different stadiums and, and uh, you know, different events. And 
it's really cool to be able to do that type of thing at a high school and college level where you know these kids walking through hallways in high school are are proud and think it's really cool to have you know their gym look like a professional gym yeah we try to make them you know look like the pros feel like the pros like school spirit and you know hopefully it even makes more students want to participate like hey these go and if you're on the team go inside these locker rooms look what they did inside there like yeah it's it's a cool feeling when you guys actually got to do professional football or professional baseball stadium when COVID hit and we had uh, the Blue Jays come and play at Coca-Cola Field. I almost said Pilot Field. Salem's. 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 Crap. All right. They have some great looking vehicles on the road if you've ever noticed them. Ah, Salem's vehicles? Yeah. Nice. But what was, what was that like? That had to be like kind of like a heck yeah kind of job like that's pretty cool yeah it's it's I've been trying to do work with the bisons for a handful of years now and and you know we've bid on a couple big projects and 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 didn't get them and it you know I always every spring training I always reached out to them say hey don't you know don't forget about us if you need any help you know, we'll get it done. We'll get it done quick. It'll be on time. And I heard on the radio that the Blue Jays were definitely coming. And I just sent an email to my contact. And the next day I was asked to come down for a meeting. And, uh, you know, we ended up doing a project. Um, we ended up wrapping all of the awnings on the outside of the stadium. And it's not something that we normally do. Um, but the awnings weren't able to be changed uh in that amount of time so we got some big lifts and and we wrapped all over all of the existing bison's awnings with with blue jays graphics and you know when they're ready they'll be able to get removed and they'll still have the you know clean looking bison's uh logos like before we before we wrap them or maybe they'll need new wraps over top of them instead of taking off I like to think, right? <laughs> that, that was a cool thing too, because like what Brad was saying, like they needed something temporary because it was only going to last for a few months, and uh, they're like, you know, you can't really ruin what's here. We need something to temporarily cover, it. and that's where vinyl graphics like is. It's made for that, you know. No, oh, it's an awesome option, and it just it. I think it really. Um, it just takes your work environment to a completely different level. I mean, you guys are sitting in a pretty cool space right now, but like, I don't know, last summer, it was just a white metal warehouse, right? With like random shelves built with wood that if you're anything like my husband was probably like just left over from something that right. you guys had been working on at one time. So everything's kind of like wonky, but I mean, it's pretty tight. You guys put that whole thing together and your dad was like doing plumbing once I think that I came over. So you're constantly with your family. And I know that that probably isn't always fantastic. Do you, I mean, do you guys, is it like a dream over there? You guys like the Waltons in loving so, every minute of it or are there times that the bottom falls out a little? I, I think we're, we're not really like the Waltons. We're more like the Griswolds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but 
everybody always says like, oh, it must be so hard working with your family. And you hear all these horror stories and like, we don't it's like the, deal with any of that. Yeah, this is the best. Like we're, we're with our family every day. Like it's, it's awesome. It's, it's easy. It's easier. It's really good that you guys all got along because there's how many of you, how many brothers that you grew up with? A lot. <laughs> Who knows was, at this point? <laughs> there's uh, four total, four wives, almost 10 kids now. Your father. <laughs> My retired father who we, you know, comes in every day and we give him a task and he enjoys doing it, which is awesome. Yeah, if, if uh, you know, if anyone out there you know, needs an Arnie, you know, I, you're not taking ours because <laughs> we're really lucky to have him. He's, uh, you know, he retired mechanic and uh, is a great handyman. And, you know, we, we're lucky that we don't have to hire anyone to do any of these crazy projects because, yeah. uh, you know, we like updating things and, and doing new stuff and, you know, cutting holes in the front of our building to move our entrance. <laughs> and, you know, you know, we have my dad to come and, and uh, really do a nice job and, and, you know, make the place uh, special for us. He's the ultimate jack of all trades here. <laughs> everybody needs an Arnie. That's gotta be yeah. awesome for him too, though. Cause I know not everybody loves to be retired and just, you know, sit home and do their crossword puzzles in the morning and then like wait for, <laughs> I don't know, NPR at some point in the day. And I don't, I wouldn't even know. Cause I, I don't have, I don't like, I don't even have a day where I don't have to do anything. That sounds incredible to me, but that's gotta be really cool that he can kind of be there with all of his boys and his, you know, daughter-in-laws and have something to do just kind of at his own pace. Right. Yeah. 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 He's, you know, he's, uh, he's never home. He probably works more now that he's retired than when he was <laughs> working full time, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, we have a good time. And, and even kind of like back to the, the, you know, building that we are creating uh, and why we're doing it. Uh, everything we try to do now, we're trying to give it a complete overall high end look, you know, when, when you come in our doors, like you wanna you know, be greeted by somebody with a, a collar on and uh, be clean cut and, and look professional and look high end because if we, if we look sloppy and, and, and we look cluttered, the, the, why would the customer ever trust us to, to give them a clean and professional look? Uh, a lot of our industry, uh, maybe not so much in Western New York, but uh, the car wrapping industry is kind of, uh, it could be kind of dirty and, or, you know, even like hip hop ish in a way and very casual, very casual. <laughs> and we're, we're not doing that. We're trying to, to take a small business and, you know, this guy might have one employee and one vehicle and we want to make him, you know, look like he's been around for 30 years and you can trust him. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what we're trying to do. And that's so important. I mean, that's shoveling your sidewalk. That's something that we tell, we preach to our clients all the time that you're, you're always on and everything affects your brand, whether it's, you know, you forgot to shovel your sidewalk on a wintry day or you come in and like some guy like falls out of the bathroom and he's all like disheveled and everything like that. Like that stuff all matters. And, um, I, it's, it's, 
definitely one reason why I'm sure your clients keep coming back because I know you have a lot of repeat clients. Yeah. And like, just imagine like if you had, if your uh, wall breaks down in your house, who, who would you trust coming into your house? A guy with a, a rusted out van or something that was professionally wrapped and he has a polo on and his logo matches his van and he gives you a business card that matches his shirt that matches his van. It's just, you know, just professional look and feel. And that's the, the first thing, most of the time, the first thing somebody sees is the vehicle, right? Like they don't even see the tech coming in. They, they see the vehicle pulling in the driveway. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how my husband picked how we did our patio in the backyard was, you know, we had one guy that came up in this, like, I don't want to say child molester van, but that's kind of like what I would like, like a predator's like van. And then we had like seven people come. And then there was the one company that does a ton of work in like the North pounds. And he had like a big like truck and like, I think it had wraps on it. I don't know. Cause it wasn't there, but the only, the one thing that like I got on the phone call when I checked in, like, how was this last quote? And he goes, I mean, he was just really well put together. He had like his truck was on point <laughs> and his, and his worker's truck was on point. And so that stuff all, you, you want to work with somebody that looks like they're competent and they're in their professional. I totally agree. Yeah, definitely. You know, even I've noticed, you know, recently, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of Christmas presents, uh, you know, delivered to our door right now. And it is kind of a little bit of a weird feeling when that, you know, that one blank white van just pulls up in front of your house <laughs> and sets off, sets off your ring alarm. And it's like, all right, <laughs> who's out here? And it's, you know, they're just, you know, they're just delivering our toilet paper subscription. You know, it just didn't fit on the regular, <laughs> uh, you know, Amazon truck. But yeah, branding is important. You know, fleet branding is very important, especially if you're, you know, working in a residential environment to make, you know, the people comfortable that you're, you know, you're going to present to or to, to work on. Yeah, no, that is a really good point. I mean, just um, those independent delivery companies or even, I don't know if it's one of like some of the people that, you know, they have to purchase their own truck for their route and, you know, I'm sure eventually they can get it wrapped, but, you know, you'll have like a yellow truck that had Penske at one point on it and then it had something else over top of it and it just looks shady and it's, you know, you get a phone number that you don't recognize, you're not going to answer the phone for, you're going to let it to go to voicemail and you have some kind of rickety looking truck coming up that you're not going to go to the door to answer it. It's such a good point. It's that, um, I think your piece is it to somebody's brand it just really ties everything together like so nicely and really puts their company out there and you guys just crush it every single time we get whenever we get a new client we get super excited because we know there's a chance that we're going to end up working with you guys and usually if they have somebody else in mind we find a way to make sure that we're still working with you guys so <laughs> thank you guys so much for everything that you do for us and you know i'm sure all your other clients appreciate you too and just before I let you go. I'm just curious if you guys each or gr the group of you can kind of figure out, was there one job or something that was just super fun that sticks out? <laughs> I know that's kind of a hard one. You do a lot of work. What was super fun? Well, the Blue Jays is definitely up there. The, the Blue Jays is cool. That gave us a lot of exposure. You know, we, 
there was a lot of graphic companies that did work during that event. And, you know, because we did the outside work, the news loved to tell everyone that we did everything. So that gave us uh, some great exposure. Um, Back in the day when it was just uh, me and my brother Tyler here, we got a call to wrap the boomerang roller coaster at Six Flags Great Escape. So it was the, it's the, you know, you go backwards and you go forward and blah, blah, blah. And there's, there's two tracks that run side by side. Um, so when Twix came out with their advertisement, it's, it's probably stale now, but you know, six years ago, they were doing like the right side and the left side, like the two different Twix bars. And, uh, we wrapped this coaster in the red theme and we wrapped this coaster in the gold theme and we had to do it at night. We had one night to do it. Uh, we grabbed one of our buddies and, you know, drove the five hours and we get there. The cart is still up on, on the track, which we, I guess we didn't really think that it would still be on the track. Uh, we're probably 18, 20 feet off the ground, sitting in the carts as we wrap them. This was probably around maybe two o'clock in the morning. Again, we didn't keep this in mind, but the temperature changed and all the cars were starting to be covered in dew. So vinyl doesn't like to stick to things that are wet or moisture. So we're trying to dry them off and uh, it was just crazy. And then, and, then, and then after that, after we fought the dew at about 5 a.m., the mosquitoes came out. <laughs> so now we're like trying to wrap these cars. We're under pressure. We're you know, fighting the mosquitoes. And it, I think the park opened at like 10 a.m., we were literally finishing at 9, 9, 15, putting the last few pieces on. Uh, and then they, they came up like, wow, you guys did this. We're like, I know, like, we're going to be the first ones to test ride this, uh, you know, this coaster. So <laughs> that was kind of a, a cool project. That's pretty sweet. Have you ever done a roller coaster before? No, and I hope I don't ever do one again. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of like terrifying. Like there could be so much that could potentially go wrong with that. And that's awesome that you crushed it in one yeah. night. <laughs> it was crazy. I think the only thing we haven't done so far is a plane, right? Right. So we oh, need okay. We'll work on that. We'll get right on that. So <laughs> If you're yeah. listening to this and you happen to own <laughs> Southwest or we'll even take Spirit. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of plan it is. We can do Spirit Airlines, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll get it. This is, this is it, guys. This is where the plane's going to come in. We got it. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for taking the time. I know how busy you all are, especially trying to get things in done before the holidays. So thank you very much. It was great talking with you guys as always. Um, if you guys want to see what Streamline Designs is up to, check out, check out their website, streamlinedesigns.com. They're on LinkedIn, they're on Facebook. Um, they got a lot of cool work that you can take a look at and then maybe consider doing for yourself. If you want to hear any of the other Sidewalk Talk podcasts, you can stream them from any platform that you prefer, or you can visit us on our website, uh, shovelsidewalk.com. And if you have a story that you'd like to share or you know somebody whose story should be told, um, we have a form right on the site that you can fill out. And thank you so much for joining us. This has been Sidewalk Talk.